MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's the Fred Show. This is what's trending. Who is out there like me? 855-591-1035. Most people who are like me don't want to admit it. But look at this right here. Seven in ten Americans confess to holding their poop in all public areas to avoid using a public restroom. Mm-hmm. Not I. I do everything <laughs> in my power not to use a public restroom for number one or number two, but certainly not number two. We need to be in a dire situation. Not even number one? Number you won't go to the bathroom? I try not to go in there. I think it's gross. What? But you stand. Yeah. I see. You still got to touch the door. You still got to touch stuff. What does it matter? Kick it with your foot like everybody else does. The yeah. has a coat on it. <laughs> use gloves. I, I, no, I'm, I'm yeah, I got your gloves. Guy. So they talked to 2,000 people about this. They asked about their bathroom preferences. They found that 70% hate going in public so much that they hold it until they can be in the comfort of their own home. Men were more likely to agree with this mindset. Uh, than women. However, it was like 74% men, 65% of women. On average, Americans are holding it in for two and a half hours in order to poop at home. Whoa. And the men are willing to wait three hours compared to two hours for women. Why? put yourself into this discomfort the survey found that 64 percent of respondents agree that they're just uncomfortable using a public restroom when going number two mm-hmm. they also asked people about the most important points of public restroom etiquette and found that people peeping through the gaps in the doors is the biggest violation who is doing that <laughs> sick <laughs> what the hell what is wrong with I me? Mean, I, I do it on, on the reverse end when I'm like on the toilet to make sure no one's looking in. You know what I'm saying? When you hear someone coming to the bathroom, you got to make sure like 
your feet are a certain way, so you don't know it's you, and you're looking to make sure. Or bring poop shoes. Yeah. <laughs> Change your shoes. Well, that's that could be useful because I wear, you know, very distinguishing vans every day. Oh, yeah. does too. But if, if it's a situation where I need to do that, I, I hide my feet. Oh, yeah. Because I don't want anyone to know that I'm the one oh. who's wreaking havoc in the place. That's why you ask to borrow my shoes all the time. Like, well, oh, we have the same shoes. Yeah, but they're the same like, shoes, so it doesn't do me any good. Right. It's like it's not a size 15. Well, someone could look at right. it and be like, oh, that's, in. that's a size 10 and a half. That's Rufio taking if another If you're poop. looking that hard at whoever's pooping. <laughs> that's weird. I mean, I can't front. I've been hanging out with a guy before and holding toots in, and then like he leaves, and it's like the longest <laughs> toot oh, ever. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm like, yeah. oh God. Yeah. <laughs> That's me every day. How does it go? <laughs> <laughs> it goes on it's for like twenty minutes. You're like, you're like, I had that in me. <laughs> yeah, you know, or you go to the other room to let it out real quick, and you're like, oh my I just god, just want to fart in peace. Yeah, yeah. You all feel the time. Like you just lost ten pounds. Yeah, holy <laughs> hell, that just came air. out of me, <laughs> Alexandra. Yes, hello. Good okay. morning. Alexander, are you feeling me here? And I, This is something that people have known about me for years, but I don't like to use public restrooms. I really don't like it, and I I try not to I try not to do it. So I'm about to graduate nursing school, and we're taught if you got to go, you got to go. Because if you hold it, there's going to be some unfavorable issues. Mm-hmm. I can tell you horror stories. Yeah. If you got to go, you got to go. The person next to you in the stall not going to care who you are where you're from, what you're doing. Two hours later, they're going to forget that you're pooping. It's it doesn't matter. Yeah, but go, it's not about... Go. I don't necessarily care what other people think. It's about my comfort level. It's, I mean, I guess I do kind of care. I hide my feet, but right. that's only if it's really like, whoa. <laughs> like, I just did that. You know what I mean? Like, oh, up. boy. Yeah. I just... Whoa. I want I want to do it in the privacy of my home. I'm, I'm home. I'm more comfortable. I got my... I got, you know, my supplies. I got what I need. Yeah, take your time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. More supplies. Oh, my God. Oh, well, my I, got God. My, I got my... I got my... My wipes. Okay. And I don't carry those yeah. around. Wait, how do you hide your feet? Like, I'm really trying to figure it No, if I'm, like, if I'm... I've done no, it before. You hide them backwards. I just, I, I, just, I just kind of, like, put them closer to the toilet. Come on. Oh. Yeah. I've gone forward with it if I'm really... Oh, like your feet bad. are on the door? Oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my oh, God. God. Yeah. Listen. You can't really do that with a dong because, it like, it would wind up with touching. Yeah, then you're peeing on the yeah. floor. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Alexandra. Have a good day. You're peeing while you're pooping? Bye-bye. Yeah, Love you don't you. pee when you poop. I didn't know guys did that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You pee when you poop. It, it, all, it can all come out at the uh-huh. same time. Yeah. Push it down and pee and then poop. I mean, there's really no, like... Uh, not like... Uh, not yeah, it'll at, happen at the same time. It can happen at the same time. It can happen at the same time. time. Yeah. yeah. So do you... Oh, my God. You, you, you mm. tuck it between you push it? Them? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. my God. Uh, hey, Lauren. <laughs> yeah. Look at this. Kayla's mind was just blown by that. Like, <laughs> Uh, Lauren, so it turns out that most people are just like me. Like 70% of folks, they don't want to go number two at, in, in public. At the office, in public, they don't want to do it. Yeah, mine's not the whole issue in public. Mine's, I need a bidet. I have a bidet at home. I see. Oh, oh, I see. Embarrassing. Oh, oh, it's, not, it's, it's not like a fancy one. It's like the kind that you get on Amazon. Well, 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 well. Lauren, <laughs> she's one of those people with two toilets. One over here and the bidet on no, the other side. Need my water warm. under your toilet seat. Well, <laughs> Lauren. Is that in the West Wing of your home or the East Wing or both? You can buy them. I know. You can. I know. Thank you, Lauren. Have a good day. I, I hear you. It's life-changing. 
I hear well, you. you. Get- I got those. I got those dude wipes, and I, I don't buy oh, yeah. the. I don't buy the dude wipes because they say dude. Like I don't care. I would wear. I would use whatever. I bought them before. But I, I, I like the way they smell. They're like the least baby smelling to me. And but I got those at home. I'm not carrying those things around. And so to your point, I need to be at home so I can properly. And then maybe I take a shower afterwards Whoa. if I want to. Like that's the, that's the best case scenario. By the way, yes, there's nothing. Feel. There's nothing that upsets me more, Lauren, than when I when that happens. After I just took a shower, it's like ah, Worse. what a waste of a shower. Get up the day. Uh, maybe, day. maybe so. Yeah, thank you, Lauren. <laughs> Have a good day. <laughs> yes, Rufio, we wash our butts. Yes, like right after you, you right yes, after you, I, you, you I, take I, a you shower. Know, every single day that he talks, I feel worse for Jess. <laughs> like every single day. <laughs> No, I'll wipe until there's like is uh, nothing it's left. That's not good enough. That's oh. not good enough. Ashley, both, both directions. Okay, everything. all right. Oh, Ashley, got it. Ashley, hi. Hi, how you hi. doing? You feel me on this? Okay. Yes, I think public restrooms are the most disgusting thing ever. Um, I got traumatized as a child when I had to go really bad, and I walked in a public restroom and there was poop everywhere. Okay. So I just don't do it. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I do the very best I can to get home and plan my day around it, too. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Ashley. Nope. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Cassie. Hi, Cassie. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good, thank you. This is becoming even more of an issue because, you know, I know the pandemic is not over, but if we're on the sort of back half of it and offices are reopening, people were used to a certain level of, for the last two years, just doing what they got to do when they do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, at home, they just they take care of the business, and now they got to go back to the office, and they got to start thinking about this stuff again. Cassie, what's up with you? <laughs> See, I'm very picky about the bathrooms just because, like, I agree they're disgusting and, like, Back when I was younger, also, I refused to use it just because I had to go to the bathroom when I was at the store when I was, like, 16, and I walked in, and it was just, it smelled horrible. There was, like, two broken toilets, and I was like, I'm not taking my chances. And so I kept walking in the store. Well, I didn't realize how bad I just needed to go until I went into, like, the water aisle to grab a case of water, and I was like, oh, God, and I just started going on myself. Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, Cassie. I ran home. Whoa. All right, Cassie. Thank you. Whoa, Cassie, whoa, you too. I'd have taken the water bottles that she was trying to pick up and I would have put on myself and been like, the water spilled on me Oh, <laughs> to disguise yeah. instead of being pee. I'd be like, oh, man, I dropped the water on oh, me. Oh, man. <laughs> what did I do? I'm so clumsy. <laughs> hey, Kara. Hi, no, Kara. Oh, and you know what? And that's what it says, too. He even put that in there and I didn't read it. I'm dumb. All right, Kara, sorry. He put that in there. I don't trust the phonetics always, though, because Paulina usually takes like a name that's obvious and then screws it up with the screws no, no, it up no. with the pen. Uh, Leave Paulina phonetics. out of this. Yeah. I try. No. I'm, what is <laughs> well, it with Jason you? Jason Brown knows what he's doing. You know, Jason Brown does know what he's doing, and it's my fault. And I love how Paulina refers to herself in the third person around here. It's unbelievable. <laughs> like, it's it, like, who am I working with? Seriously. Uh, Paulina nobody. says this. Paulina says that. Um, okay, so what did you want to say? Good morning. Hi. Hi. So I have three little kids, and potty training has been a nightmare Mm. with public restrooms. But we've discovered the potty cover, which is this amazing thing. It goes on top of the toilet seat. It's got long sides, so nothing touches on the side and a long front. So I hate public restrooms, and if I really, really have to go, I can use a potty cover, and it makes everything better. Okay. All right. So you carry this with you? Oh, yeah. I yeah, have like, potty covers in my desk at work and, and oh. my purse. Potty covers all day. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Thank you. 
Thank you. Yeah, I mean, you guys carry like bags, so you can have supplies and stuff in there. Like we don't, we don't have that. It's a good point. Um, my buddy. He goes, wait till you have to bring two daughters into the men's room mm. to pee when your wife isn't available. Crap <laughs> sprayed everywhere. Oh. oh, Yeah, I believe it. How come people can't aim? I'm just trying to figure that out. I believe it. But you know what's interesting is that the, and I was actually surprised by this somewhat, but the, the people I know who've worked in the service industry, I worked in retail, so I had to clean bathrooms too. Uh, the women's bathroom is always worse than the men's 100%. bathroom. And you wouldn't think that because the guys, yep. we're the ones who get the reputation for being gross. And everybody universally will say they do not want to have to clean the women's bathroom. It's always worse than the I men's don't bathroom. Know. Yours always smells like you guys need to drink more water. Like, <laughs> I can smell the pee in every men's bathroom. I'm like, people need to hydrate. Yeah. A lot of people, a lot of people are, are with me here. I will, Romy, Dan, Christine. Thank you. You know something else I learned? There's a TikTok. I'm not sure how popular it is. It showed up the other day on my algorithm. You want to talk about how you the pee and poop at the same time thing mm-hmm. uh, uh, that a guy can do that that blew you away. Yeah, blew a, a woman can't do that. No, we can, but it just seems a little more obvious that we would be able to. I just never thought about the fact that you had to tuck it down and. Yeah, we can do that. Yep. Um, Double dip. But it's it's facts about women that men didn't know. Yeah. And the one I saw the other day was, I didn't realize, and I'm trying to be not gross about this, but when you pee, when a woman pees, that it can go all the way down, all the way down, and then it can like... Trickle? Tr- drift its way all the way... Yeah, I mean, it goes every which way, depending on how... Like, obviously, we, the men, you know, we are, are pretty targeted with where ours goes. Correct. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize, that, like, so that it would never go down to, like, my booty. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But I guess this woman was saying that sometimes when you pee, it just goes down to the booty and then down and then to the whole area. That doesn't happen to me as much. But, like, if we're peeing outside, you don't know which way it's going to go. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah, it's like a sprinkler. Yeah. You hear that, Rufio? Like, I, I, I was like, whoa. Yeah. I didn't know Like, that. guys just have to worry about the backsplash. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, we, oh, we're... yeah. That's gr- Oh, God. <laughs> Especially when you go into a bathroom and you go to the urinals and you could see, like, the footprints, like, the oh, footprints of yeah. other people around... Pee stains. I'm like, yeah. Oh, this That's is the thing gross. that you guys don't have to think about. Like, you don't want to be too close to the urinal because mm-hmm. it because other people have used it, so whatever's in there is splashing back. But you don't yeah. want to be too far away either. <laughs> mm-hmm. Something that doesn't happen to you guys though is the surprise poop when you're peeing no. and you don't ha- you don't think you have to poop and then you're like, oh. Well, How, look about at that. That. How about that? How about it? <laughs> yeah, no, that is also true. Um, okay, eight five five. Learned a lot today. Always learned a lot. So I want to know how many parents uh, can relate to this. This has gone viral on TikTok. It's a dad who took his son to a medical appointment for the first time and realized he basically had no clue how to fill out any of the paperwork. Um, without his wife. He basically knew nothing about his own kid. Uh, he barely knew enough information about his own kid to complete the doctor forms. Uh, here's some of the audio from this clip, though. But, I mean, how many parents listening now, like, whether it's husband, wife, I'm not going to generalize. But, like, if, if Rufio, if, if Jess sent you and Ashlyn to the doctor right now, mm-hmm. could you capably fill out all the paperwork? Do you know all the answers? Yes, 100%. You know all the answers? Mm-hmm. You know his blood type? Um... The, okay, ninety five percent. Yeah, it's a mix between me and Jess. So. <laughs> it's a mix. Okay. Yeah. Um, you, you know his first, middle, last name, birthday. Mm-hmm. Every, you know everything. Yeah. How much does he weigh? Uh, right now, thirty four point seven pounds. There you go. Mm-hmm. See, okay, maybe you could do this, but let's. Yeah. Like the non default parents nightmare. These questions. My wife sent me to the eye doctor for the first time with my son. I'm guessing, and I'm, I know I should know more, but I just. I don't. I don't. I'm so sorry. At what age did your child first check? Maybe 
First of all, the one what Maybe. Um, that maybe 14 months. Hand preference was clearly indicated at what age. I don't, I don't even think default parents would know that. Current grade. Um, Pre-K-4. Also easy. Does your kid like school? Do you like school? Do you? Okay, you can play more all the time, I guess. It's like, have you ever chatted with your child before? Like, did you, what, it, it, what? I don't know. It sounds bad. I know these answers about you guys, and you're not my kids. Like, right. I don't understand how a dad wouldn't know that. Hey, guys. I, don't shame the man. <laughs> well, see, that's what I'm saying. I don't need to make it about a dad, but I, you know, I will say, I think in many cases, you've got dads going to work and moms staying at home or both going to work. But, you know, I don't know. I feel like moms sometimes wind up with a more intimate relationship with their kids than dads for various reasons. Or maybe dads are just, com- I don't know, I want to say complacent, but are we just bad at remembering stuff? Are we? Do we remember different things? Is it like we expect our wives or partners to remember these things? Is it a male-female thing? I don't know. I don't think it's a male-female thing because I just had this happen yesterday. I took Lux to get a haircut, and the man asked me how old the dog was. I, I'm like, two, three. I don't, two, I think it's two. <laughs> then he's like, where's his rabies forms? I'm like... Uh, it's not on the sheet that I have. He's like, no. So, like, we literally had to walk out, and now Big Tim has to take him on Thursday because I oh, no. am that parent. Like, I just, I, I don't know when the dog birthday is. Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. So, <laughs> Yeah, it's not gender. He said whoever's not the default parent, which is yeah. like the parent who usually handles that stuff. Yeah, see, there you yeah. go. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah, it's not a because yeah. I suppose you know it could be any yeah, different number of, of of situations, but I don't know. Like my mom would be able to answer all this. My dad would not. See. Right. Uh, and but it's not because my dad was absent. Yeah. It's because he just he never did any of this yeah. stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, in our family at least. But no, I don't like. But the, here's the thing: I go to the doctor. They'll be like, "Where are your uh, vaccination records?" I'm like, "Hell, if I know." Right. Like, what have you been vaccinated for? I'm like, I don't know. Like, I had a good mom, so I guess everything. <laughs> I, I mean, I did get a text from my dad the other day that said, "LOL, is your middle name Marie?" And I was like, "Yeah." Oh, he doesn't know your middle yeah. name. I was like, "Yeah," and he's like, "And is it spelled M A R I E?" I'm like, "Yeah." What's it he doing? Is. What's he doing? Claiming you on his taxes? Right. Lord knows what he's doing, but I'm like, Dad, you he's only have credit one cards in your name. to worry about. Probably. You don't you, have one You kid. own a house in Troy, Michigan now. It's, it's a rental property. Like, whoa, Shady. And also, like, how do you not know? Um, Ryan. Hi, Ryan. Good morning. Welcome. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? Ryan, great. Are you, um, a, are you a dad? No, but I did watch a video on YouTube about this once. Um... I, I think I saw how, like, moms typically know more about, like, the information about their kids um, as far as, like, taking care of them and stuff and, like, how old they are, their their stats and stuff like that with school and things, whereas dads usually, like, play with their kids and get to know, their, like, their personality and, like, their favorite stuff. So dads know, like, the fun stuff about their kids. Interesting. Know, like, the information. I mean, I, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, it sounds like uh, Rufio could do both, though. But, you know, I don't know. Do you, what, what vaccinations did your kid have? Uh, he's up to date with everything. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Hepatitis, whatever the B, C, A, C. What, well, what yeah. percentile is he in? For oh, his his head, oh his head circumference is like ninety six percent. He's in the one hundred percent about talking right. <laughs> or whatever that one is. Yeah. His, his height is in the middle of the pack. He's like fifty, and then his weight is in yeah. the fifties. He's in the middle with a big ass head. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, and wide feet. Thank you, Ryan. Have a good day. He does have wide feet. Glad you called. Um, 
My dad just asked, hey, kiddo, how old are you nowadays? <laughs> That's yes. That's just so funny. That. How old are you now? <laughs> Such a dad thing. Nowadays. Nowadays. Yeah. It's, it's the nowadays. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <For me>. Amazing. <laughs> oh, this they is try. so good. Uh, this happened to my daughter and husband. The doctor asked if my daughter... Was that is that really even your dad? <laughs> That's pretty good. Hey, Lexi. Good morning. Hi, Lexi. So you worked in a pediatric office, and you're saying dads don't know anything. No, they do not. It, I, I think it is a gender thing, but I mean, I, I don't know. But majority of the time, it's the men that don't know anything. They legit don't even know the kids' birthdays, or sometimes even the full name. They show up calling them the nickname. <laughs> And I work at a school, and it's the same thing. I'm like, what in the world? How are you? Like, how is this kid 14, 15 years old? And you're still, like, how? Yeah, right, after all these years. Because we don't, yeah, they get mad at us because we don't know the nickname. No. And why isn't it in the system? (laughs) They're like, what? How old are you nowadays? That's so good. I think Rufio is one of the good dads. Thank you. you. I appreciate it. There you go. Uh, Thank you, Lexi. Have a good day. I love you guys. Bye. Love you too. No, no, this is absolutely true. And I hate to make it a male female thing. In my case, it would be. In a lot of people's cases, it would be. My dad loves me. But I mean, honestly, I don't know that he would remember a lot of things about me if my mom didn't tell him. Like, hey, call your kid. It's, you know, I think he remembers my birthday, mainly because it's on Thanksgiving most of the time. So how's that? It's not hard to remember. <laughs> but um, but the truth is I have to write a lot of stuff down and put it in my calendar, too, because there's a lot of stuff about my family that I don't necessarily remember. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Polly's birthday is uh, is, is February. It's Valentine's it's Day. Aquarius, yeah. Or 13th. It's the day before yes. or after. See, there you go. That's <laughs> oh, what I'm talking God. about. Like, uh-huh. I don't know. How old are you nowadays, kid? <laughs> hey, Emily. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just going to add nowadays to everything. It's going to make it funny. Emily, um, so do you, was this about you, your dad, your kid? What are we talking about? Well, I have two stories. One is about my dad, kind of going along with what you just said. I'm 31 and my sister's 27, and he still doesn't know our birthdays, so it's always a fun game to play with him whenever we get together. He'd be like, okay, so when is her birthday? When is my birthday? And he always has to look at my mom for, like, reassurance. Um, and, and again, we're 31 and 27, but also I work in a medical setting in pediatrics and it's great when the, when the dads bring the kids, because I'll ask them like follow-up questions and I'll always be like, um, you'll have to talk to my wife about that. Or, um, I'm not sure. Can you call my wife? I'm really not sure. Jeez. It's really funny. Wow. I think, I feel like my mom always made. She always took me to the doctor's appointments, though. Like, I, maybe it was like, like a, a a comfort thing or like a, a, a I, I don't know. I, I guess my dad never handled that because he probably would have been like, shut up, stop complaining. You know, yeah. like there would have been very yeah. little empathy because my mm-hmm. dad's a tough guy. But yeah. Uh, thank you, Emily. Have a good day. Thank you. Too, been thank like, you, bye. Suck it up, kid. Like, what are you, well, they're about to pull all my teeth out, dad. Suck it up. I don't know. <laughs> it won't hurt at the time. <laughs> uh, hey, Debbie. Hi there. Good Hi, morning. Debbie. Good morning. So uh, this guy on TikTok, he posted this about himself, but he took his kid to the doctor and he couldn't answer any of the questions about his own kid. It's gone viral. Can you relate? Yeah, because my ex-husband almost drove my daughter to the wrong school one morning. <laughs> oh, how? <laughs> I have no idea. Mm. She was in middle school and she's like, um... You're supposed to turn that way, and he's like, "Well, which school do you go to?" And he, <laughs> oh, yeah. No. And, he, and let me say, he's a, he's a great dad. He's an amazing dad. But I think it's one of those things. 
He knows I'm going to handle it. Like, I got it, you know? And one other story along with that, she had a doctor appointment, and he offered to take her. Okay, cool. And she had to tell him where to go, where to park, (laughs) which floor it was on. So she's, you know, I mean, again, he's an amazing dad, but I I got the important thing. Yeah, clearly. Uh, Thank you so much. Have a good day. (laughs) Yeah, you too. Glad you called. Um, Hey, Katie. Yes, hi. Hi, Katie. Okay, so this is the opposite, right? We were talking about how maybe it's not gender, but you go to work and he stays at home. And so he knows more? Uh, to an extent. Uh, by the way, I'm from Chicago. I moved away. Still listening to you guys. I love you guys. You're awesome. Well, thank you. Uh, but, but um, Wait, what yeah, city? So Where are I, you? Because uh, we I, may have to petition to go on there now. Where? What city are you in? Uh, uh, Columbia, South Carolina. All right. Well, mm. fire it up, guys. Who's on there? I don't know. Fire, uh, fire them. It's time for us. No, I don't know. Don't fire <laughs> oh. them. I hope they... I hope they Leave on their oh, that's, own. That's and... Jason's favorite university out there. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh-huh. It's the uh, Cox. The Cox. Carolina. It yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, so Katie, enough about, enough about us. Back to us. Um, so, yeah, so you, he knows a lot. But he knows a, more about some things. Yes. So, um, so I work for the Department of Mental Health, so I'm gone pretty much all day, and he stays at home. We've got three babies at home, and uh, he knows exactly they had you know, three poopy diapers, two uh, wet diapers in the morning, and how many ounces of the bottles they all have. And I, uh, one time I took them to the doctor, and they'd asked me that. And I'm, I've got a good background in child care as well, but I was thinking to myself, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I have no idea. So I was just like, well, yeah, about the standard amounts. And, okay, well, how many uh, bottles are they having? I'm like, oh, my goodness, I'm such an awful mom. I was like, well, I'm going next time. Yeah, but, I mean, you're not doing that day to day. So I guess... Uh, maybe you wouldn't know, but if you didn't know their birthday, that would be that's that's concerned. Do you know their birthday? Oh gosh, yeah. <laughs> because do. you were you were and present for that in a big way, so I figured that would be a day you might remember. It's kind of funny. They all look just like my husband too, and I'm always saying, you know, if I wasn't there, I wouldn't think they were mine. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Thank you, Katie. Have a great day. You too, guys. Glad Bye. you called, uh, Stacy. Good morning, Stacy. How are you? Good, how are you? Hi, Stacey. This is your own dad. And what does he know about you? Anything? Um, yeah, he probably knows my first and middle name and my birthday. But he just generally can't remember anything. Like, my parents are snowbirds now. And someone asked his phone number. And he looked up at my mom. And he's had this phone since he, number since he's had a phone. Oh, so he doesn't know his own oh. phone number. Oh, yeah. That's my dad. <laughs> yeah, that sounds yeah, about he right. he goes into his phone to look. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> he looks up his own name in the context. Yeah. And he's like, hey, how do you know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't the number on this thing. Yeah. <laughs> me? <laughs> you know what? I'm going to put and myself like, in as me. He's just as surprised when we're opening the gift. Oh, like, now that. I'm like, well, your name is on it. Now you that is uh, 100% effect in our house. Oh, yeah. My mom does all the shopping and then puts my dad's name on stuff. And he's like, I'm like, thanks, dad. He's like, you got it. <laughs> he has no idea. <laughs> uh, thank you, Stacy. That's awesome. Who got it for you? You <laughs> did. <laughs> Have a good day, Stacy. Have a great day, guys. Thank you. Hold on. Oh, this is good. Hey, Shannon. Hey there, how are you? Hi, Shannon. Okay, so this is about parents who don't know their kids as well as we think maybe they should. Uh, what happened? <laughs> yeah, so, you know, you used to go get your pictures taken like the little Ola Mills and then go pick up the photos later. And my mom sent my dad to go pick up pictures of my little brother. And he comes home and my mom says, so what do you think? These are good pictures? He's like, yeah, they're all right. She goes, 
Well, it's not our kid. <laughs> like, I didn't recognize the outfit. <laughs> not even the right child. Oh, my God. No, not oh the right child. my God. Thank you, Shannon. Have a good day. No problem. Oh, my Thank God. How, how old are you nowadays? <laughs> so good. <laughs> <laughs> who was that? Was who it was, me? Who was that? Oh, that was me. That was Kiki. Yeah. Kiki over I here. I was say it, but I looked at the man in the room. I, was, I wanted to know who was over here going. Oh. I'm sorry, Fred. I mean, honestly, my morning Yo. voice. Oh, Kiki, I didn't know that kind of noise could come out of you. My bad. Makita. Makita. Marvin. <laughs> Wait a minute. Now the truth is coming out. It's the same person. All this time. <laughs> I wondered why Marvin was always with you. And I would call and you'd go, hold on one second. Hey, it's Marvin. I have your Powerball ticket. Yep. Wow. That, that was a... Sorry. <laughs> Girl. I don't know what it is around here. Maybe it's just because we're trained, trained monkeys. But like anyone, anytime everyone makes a noise of any kind, it has to be done into the microphone. True. Like anytime someone has something to say, it has to be done into the mic. Like, it can't be like... Hey, Fred, over here, it has to be, like, right right here. So no matter what's going on, yeah. it's it's getting on whatever we're recording or whatever else. Yeah. No. More Fred Show next. Yeah. Uh, okay, I have a lot of thoughts about this, but I, I don't know if they're linear thoughts. I don't know if they're going to make any sense. But engagement ring sales are down. So failed romances due to the coronavirus pandemic have impacted the wedding industry, resulting in a nosedive in the sales of engagement rings to get back to pre-pandemic levels, engagement ring sales for um, jewelers that include Zales, Jared K, Diamonds Direct would need to increase by 25% by 2026. It's not just engagement rings taking a hit with the pandemic resulting in brides moving away from traditional weddings and dresses. Mm-hmm. Last week, David's bridal filed for bankruptcy, resulting in more than oh, 9,000 wow. jobs being lost nationwide. Data from the CDC earlier this year noted that weddings weren't yet back to pre-pandemic levels. Levels either as fewer couples are deciding to tie the knot. And I would love to know what people think about this. You can call anytime, by the way. 855-591-1035. Okay. Here's my thing about engagement rings. I don't know if this is going to make any sense. So, engagement rings, you know, however many years ago, De Beers uh, convinced everybody that what was truly considered like a junk rock mm-hmm. was the thing that everybody wanted. Yeah. Right? You had to have a diamond. diamond like that's every woman, right, every right. woman wanted a diamond, so it became a status symbol, right? And the bigger the diamond, typically the more you were loved, slash the more money that somebody was willing to spend. But I think it's fair to say, can we all agree that for the longest time, a diamond was a status symbol, and the size of the diamond was also a status symbol. Mm-hmm. Whether that's fair or not, I know rich people who wear an heirloom diamond, or rich people who are now rich that were not rich when they were proposed to, so the diamond's small, and they still wear that because it has sentimental value. Okay, so now they have the lab-grown diamonds, right, which are a fraction of the price. So I can now go get a three, four, I can go get a gigantic monster diamond for my fiance. And I'm not spending anywhere near what I would have spent before. So I feel like that in some ways removes the status symbol. I'm not saying that a big diamond that's manufactured is any less great or, or any less beautiful, but it's not as expensive. So it's like now when you look at someone's ring... Are you really as concerned about how much it costs? Because it used to be, oh my God, that's a JLo diamond. That was a million dollars. Now you might look at it and, and now you realize, well, it doesn't have to be a million dollars anymore. So then I ask myself the question of why diamonds at all? 
like at that point, why don't we? Why does it have to be a diamond? Oh, wait a minute. Why does it have to be huge? Mm. Why does it have to be anything? Because <laughs> I can go buy a beautiful, flawless diamond that was grown in a lab for like a I don't know a, a fraction of what I would have had to pay twenty years ago. So it doesn't really say anything about how much money you do or don't have. It never really did. Because think about I know people that have huge rings. And there, the women are making the payments on the ring because that's what, what they wanted, and the dude couldn't afford it. Oh, but no. they wanted they wanted something, <laughs> and so it was like, or dude went out and financed a gigantic ring and yeah. then lost his job, mm-hmm. and then they wind up taking this on as like a joint household expense. I'm just saying the whole thing is crazy. Yeah. So what I wonder is, is there, is there does everybody still want a gigantic? traditional diamond ring or are we at this point going well it doesn't necessarily say anything about anything so why does it have to be that it could be anything mm. you don't feel this way no absolutely not it needs to be a diamond you, do you, you and you want a big ass diamond it doesn't have to be big but it has to be it has to fit me it has do to you care if it was me. grown in the ground or in the laboratory uh just don't tell me don't tell me the difference i wouldn't know if you Cubic, if you gave you it want to cubic me zirconium? no Ooh. no <laughs> the thing with me is like I have to walk around and wear this, so I have to like it. And it also represents me. So, like, I have to like it. That's all I care about is that I have to like the diamond. I have to like it. But I definitely think women still want rings. We still want diamonds. I just feel like people used to say in their head, and I'm I'm making this up kind of, but people used to say in their head, you know, I don't know, $10,000 a carat. $15,000, $15,000, whatever it is. Right. And in their mm-hmm. minds, they'd be like, oh, that's two carats. He spent 20K on that. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> well, now you don't know. Yeah, and you I'm, know. it shouldn't have ever been that way. But if I'm going to make a splash on a status symbol, I don't know what it'll be, if it'll be that anymore because I don't really know what it means. But most people can't tell if it was grown in a lab or well, in your that. backyard. Like, you, you, they don't know. But at some point, in my, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm tr- trust me, I'm trying to grow diamonds in my... <laughs> and people are like, manufactured diamonds are flawless. Yes, they are. They're, they're significantly less expensive, though, than yeah. others. So, so it doesn't... The it doesn't, can't tell. It doesn't mean what you think it means anymore, I don't I think. That. So at that point, it's like, well, why... Why would I go out and spend all this money on a flawless natural diamond when I can get a cheaper one this way? Or I could go get, get they're getting so big, I could just go get a fake one. And most people wouldn't know the difference. Again, jewelers are listening to me now going, no, don't say that. And yeah. I'm not saying that. You get whatever, get whatever you want. But I don't know. I'm just thinking, like, what if I go out and I go buy some crazy expensive Tiffany ring for somebody? Mm-hmm. And then somebody else goes and gets another ring that looks exactly the same that was a tenth of the price, well then, if I were a status guy, we're the same I guess. Which means, why'd I spend so much money? But you're not the same because you know that you spent the real bag the rest of the world, The rest of the world doesn't. Well, if we pull out the diamond tester, no. they will know. Okay, because yeah, you know me, I'm always carrying around a diamond. <laughs> oh, oh congratulations God. on your engagement. Give me that thing. <laughs> <laughs> you crazy. I don't um, know what could happen. Hey, Stephanie. Good morning, Stephanie. How are you? <clears throat> I'm good. How are you? Hi. What did you want to say? Welcome. Thanks for listening. Um. So I just wanted to say, you know, like I was a I was a woman who got engaged in December of 2020. So like right after COVID, I don't have the biggest diamond, but it's the diamond ring that fits me. It's my single stone in the center and a nice halo and diamonds down the band. It did not cost an arm and a leg. I know exactly what it costed. So. For me, it's not about the diamond. Um, my fiance went in and he picked the ring. We looked at them together and he went back and got the style that he felt best fit me, which to me is more of a token of the love in the relationship than just like a status symbol. 
Yeah, he was listening. Um, he got what he could afford. Yes. He got what he knew you would want. Exactly. Yeah, that's the point, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm a bartender at a event hall on the weekends for weddings. <laughs> and there has definitely been a decrease in the amount of weddings that have been happening. Um, back when I started, they were almost every single weekend. I went an entire month in July of 2021 not bartending one wedding and i mean it was definitely a decrease from where we saw the year before and i just we're still not married we're still engaged but we don't know if we want to spend that money on a wedding for one night when we could go and spend it maybe just getting married at a courthouse or eloping with our family and friends to like a nice longer vacation. Yeah. So we're still kind of on edge about it. Makes a lot of sense. Thank you, Stephanie. Have a great day and congratulations. You too. I guess all I'm saying is I don't care what you spend. I just think that maybe this is like the equalizer, different, different products, different trends. Now it's like the equal, it's like, well, maybe the standard is changing now, and, yeah. and I and I could spend less on a ring and more on something else, like a honeymoon, or 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 maybe we've learned during the pandemic that we didn't need to have a wedding at all, like oh. this lady, mm. you know. Hey, Liz. Hey. Hi, Liz. Good morning. Good morning. I love you guys. Hey, love you too. What did you want to say? Um, I actually got engaged just before the pandemic hit, and we had started to wedding plan, and it was driving us crazy, and the guest list and the price was just going up and up. And then the pandemic hit, and we were ultimately so relieved because it gave us an excuse to elope, and nobody could be mad at us for it. And we spent all our money on a great trip, just us and two friends and my mom, and it was really ideal. Yeah, yeah. Well, good for you, and congratulations. Thank you. And we also got sapphire instead of a diamond. See, I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, maybe you like something else better, and so you, it doesn't have to be the same as everybody else, or as big or smaller. It doesn't really matter. Thank you, Liz. Have a good day. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. I mean, still go buy something, I guess. You know. <laughs> do we have any jewelers on the air? I don't know. Yeah, go buy from them, if we do. Uh, Omar, hi. Hey, good morning, everyone. Hey, Omar. Hi. Good morning, and thanks for listening. So, yeah, it turns out that uh, the whole wedding industry is still sort of down from uh, pre-pandemic levels. Engagement ring sales are down. All of that stuff. What do you think? So, yeah, you know, I I actually uh, married to my high school sweetheart. We got engaged the year before the pandemic hit. Um, And we went ring shopping. And, you know, uh, we were thinking about whether we should have uh, a court date or a a whole reception. We ended up having, you know, deciding on reception. Uh, We had our down payment and everything. And then pandemic hit. We lost our, 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 you know, our, our uh, deposit for the place, for the venue. The venue actually ended up shutting down. Mm. Um, but at that point, you know, we were still looking for rings and stuff. And I decided, you know, uh, I'll go get her something. Uh, I ended up getting her a nice diamond ring, which is, um, you know, which is, which is her birth zone. So uh, there was no going around that. <laughs> um, yeah, well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, but no, uh, you know, we ended up getting married in court and we were actually on the fence about even continuing, you know, if we should look for a venue. Um, and we were like, you know what, we already got married in court. Let's just live with your, pa- we're still living with our parents now, but at that point we we're, you know, kind of fresh out of college and, uh, you know, just deciding what our plan was because the pandemic kind of just threw a wrench into everything. Yeah, I heard that. I heard that about the pandemic. Yeah, uh, it did kind of, yeah. yeah, it kind of messed some stuff up for people. Um, Omar, oh, yeah. man, congratulations! Thank you for calling. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, pan- the pandemic was that was wacky, wasn't it? That whole thing. Um, <laughs> it's a wacky. Is it Mish? 
How do you say hi? Is it? I said it. I said it right. Mish. Mish. Is it right? Oh, hi. Hi, Mish. Hi. Yeah. Good morning. Morning. I was just calling to share. So I'm one of the girls that you know likes the big sparkly, but I also feel like I have a good head on my shoulders, and you know wasn't expecting my husband, then fiance, to pay the price of a car for a ring that I want. Right. we did a lot of investigating, and we decided to go with something alternative, um, which was moissanite. So, mm. still sparkly, still looks like a diamond, um, but they're actually harder. And so, I was able to get a ring that I liked, but in a price point that worked for us, and you know, we could still have a we- afford a wedding that we yeah. wanted. So that makes a lot of sense. See, that's, yeah. I guess that's what I'm saying is like maybe that that's what's going on here. Is the whole thing is just sort of bringing to light the fact that. Uh, there's there's plenty of other things to spend money on, but other than other than that. Exactly. You know. uh, thank you so and much. At the end of the day, it's getting married to somebody you love. You're welcome. Have a good day. Yeah. No, I wish you a lifetime of happiness, not the average seventy eight years that most people get. I want you to have the whole damn thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Unless you get tired of him. Fred. Unless you, you get tired of him, then drop his ass and move on. It's okay. No one's judging. Yeah. Okay. Have a good day. Okay, thank you. She's like, no. no I, just, I want you to know I support you either way. More Fred Show next. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at First Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.